0: to What We Like. We're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each
1: week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and fun sessions. let be petty, because I have a petty spirit, so if my petty
0: spirit, it and it is well. I
1: definitely
0: <laughs> recommend... I feel like it's my pain. Right. And I'm able to post what I want to post. I live my life unapologetically. I do. Hey Cindy. Hey
1: Sylja. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you?
0: I am good, all smiles over here.
1: Yay, and and I must report as far as weather wise, I went out for five or 10 minutes earlier just to let the dog get out for a second and I had on a light jacket.
0: That is so funny. I had on a light jacket. Well, I'm getting ready to step out when we get finished with this recording, and I have on shorts.
1: (laughs) Okay, now you're just showing off.
0: (laughs) That's funny. That's really funny. And now we can go into this week's car chatter. So, what do you think about Kodak Black getting arrested?
1: Girl, that was so funny because at first they was reporting that he was missing and I'm right. like, y'all know this boy not You miss- know what people
0: were thinking. People were thinking, oh, right. sorry, God. but I
1: was thinking he just hiding out because somebody threatened him or something, but come to find out he was yeah. arrested. And where was he? Was he arrested in the Caribbean or somewhere? or?
0: Uh, he was trying to come back in from Canada. And that's risky because Canada is just play. not play. And I, I, I'm not sure, but I thought he may have been on parole or he may be a convicted felon and he had guns on him. So I'm not sure how that's going to play out. But he is out okay, on bail. Okay,
1: okay. Well, I was like, I I didn't know what to think. I thought maybe he was in hiding because, you know, so many people were threatening him or whatever. So I was like, somebody must have told him, you need to lay low for a while. But yeah.
0: No, I I think I saw him on social media this morning. He's dyed his hair blonde. There's no laying low for him. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Kodak. (laughs) (laughs) And also, on a sad note, I saw yesterday that John Singleton had a stroke and he was yeah. in the hospital. But I haven't seen any updates yeah, on Yeah, I his haven't condition. either.
1: I just saw that they were reporting it as a mild stroke.
0: And I, I want to say I saw where he had just flown in from yeah. Costa Rica, I think, and was experiencing yeah. leg pain and went in to the hospital and
1: he was, I read that this morning and he was at the hospital when he had the stroke. So of course, you know, I was nervous because I'm flying tomorrow. So I was like, Oh goodness.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. That's the best place to be when you have the stroke at the hospital, because you get that immediate care And that's what's what's important. When you have one, it's taking an immediate action. But I hope he is... is, I hope so, too.
1: I hope so. The family had asked, and that's probably why there's no updates, because the family had asked that everybody respect his privacy. So that's probably why there's not, you know, many updates or anything. But hopefully he'll make a full recovery. Yes.
0: And... And lastly, what do you think about Cam Kardashian studying yeah, for she the She's just bar? doing
1: the most, like. <laughs> and I, I, you know what? I think people will go to her because she, you know, because she did go to Trump and help lobby for. Um, I forgot the lady's name. Who they got released? or got her a pardon or, or whatever. Yes. Um and I think she's been back to Trump to talk about other people who were locked up for various reasons wrongly. Yeah. Um so I think people will go to her for her name. I I don't know. I well that's not a reason to go to a lawyer especially on un- yeah, an experience. Yeah. I just don't Lawyer. I just don't know how serious, and she might be a great lawyer, who knows, but I just don't know how serious I could take her as a lawyer, knowing how she even got right. famous, you know, so, and, and what does she really do? Yeah,
0: yeah. And you know, a couple things on that, they say in the state of California, you don't have to go to law school. But you can take, I guess, courses and you can study and take uh, pre-tests to prepare you for the bar and then take right. the bar. And it so protests.
1: how it, how it works is in attorney. California, you can, they have two ways. You can just do like an apprenticeship and then take the baby bar. And if you pass the baby bar, then you could pass the real bar. Right. Or if you didn't go to college and you don't have an undergrad... You can go to law school still and then take the baby bar your first year. And if you pass, then you can go to, you know, law school. I mean, you can take the real bar.
0: And some people do say that we have to keep in mind that her dad was an attorney and that could be something that she's wanted to do. And now that she's gotten to a certain point and she's garnished all of this. Wealth and fame. Maybe she is trying to reel it back and say,
1: "Okay, maybe, this is what I want." Maybe, maybe so. Good luck to her. But I personally wouldn't be able to take her serious as a lawyer because, I mean, what what does she really? <laughs> you know, what does she really do as far as anything? I mean, I couldn't. I wouldn't put my life in her hands. You know, especially if it was something serious, I wouldn't put her life right. In my life in her hands Serious. but you know good luck to her um, she has the money where she can you know do that go for it you know Pass i ahead. think a lot of okay. other lawyers I guess though, we'll see. aren't too happy about it because you know she's posted on instagram and stuff that she took a test and she passed and how easy it is or whatever And people who have gone to law school or who are currently in law school are like, okay, it it probably is easy for you. Meanwhile, we over here struggling, studying, you know, 24 hours a day trying to pass. And you like, oh, took a test and it's easy, you know, and nobody that, you know, nobody says that.
0: She has the time to put into it where she can devote all of her time to studying so i guess that makes it somewhat easier for her i would assume but that is right there was an attorney on the breakfast club yesterday i don't remember her name but she said she doesn't respect the route that kim is taking to become an attorney because she's bypassing the normal process of going to school yeah
1: my daughter was talking about that that um you know they were looking on Instagram and she's in her first year law school and she was saying you know that they were saying oh it must be nice to say oh law school is easy or taking tests are easy when you're not in real law school like so yeah I
0: didn't see that she said the test was easy. I saw where she oh, said this she was took like it and she passed. A week
1: or two ago, like when she first started, like her very first test or something, she posted something about it being easy okay. or she took a test and it was easy or something.
0: Well, more power to Kim. I'm not sure who her client base would be.
1: will be okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Okay, let's jump into this week's conversation. And we are going to talk about a question that I saw on Instagram, and it was, if you make your own money and you're able to take care of yourself, do you still want a man who can do that for you? And basically, do you want that man to be able to protect and provide for you, even though you can do it for yourself? Okay. That was
1: a good one. Okay, so I'm going to go out on a... I'm going to say yes. Even though I can take care of myself, I, you know, try to live within my means, um, I still would like him to be able to, especially if this is... We're talking about something that's going to be long-term. You know, so if we're long-term, I would like you to be able to take care of me and you, In the event that I can't, you know, be it for illness or whatever, I would love for you to be able to because, but I'm still going to take care of me, but I would really appreciate if you, you know,
0: (laughs) know, because
1: you have to think at this age, even though I, well, I don't work out much. I'm, I'm just starting that back again. But I try to eat fairly decent and I try to live a semi-stress-free life or whatever. Still, at this age, you have to think about illnesses and, you know, all these different things. And I think, what if something happens? Would he be able to provide for me until I can provide for myself again, even if Look, I'm prone to falling and breaking my ankle. I have broken my ankle about four times. This poor little raggedy ankle is just no good. And my kids are always laughing about that. And I always think, you know, if I'm with somebody and I have to be off work for a couple of weeks, would they be able to help out? You know, would they, you know, I'm not saying forever, but would they be able to help out? And, and, And vice versa. I would want to be that same thing for somebody else. You know, if something happened and they needed me. Yeah. I'm in a position where I could get us going until you could, you know, get yourself back together or, you know, whatever. We could make other arrangements. So it's not just me looking to him for, you know, I'm, I also want to, in turn, do the same. So, I would say yes.
0: Yeah, I think it's a two-way street. The the question was geared towards uh, women to men. And I think that a lot of times uh, people think that if a woman is independent and can take care of herself, she doesn't need, require, or want that from a man. And I beg to differ because I am that woman that can take care of myself and I do take care of myself. But I most definitely want my partner to be in a position to protect and provide for me or to protect and provide for the quote-unquote family. Because traditionally, that's what we are raised to know that the man is going to do, that man is going to take care of you. But also, you need to be in a position to take care of yourself because you never want to be in a position and have to be in that position because you are relying 100% on the man or vice versa. You're relying 100% on your partner. So I look at it as, well, to answer that question, yes, I do want my partner to be able to protect and provide for me. In the same token, if something happened to my partner, I would also provide. So I think sometimes we put all that pressure on the man when right. we have to look at it both ways. But, you know, generally speaking, we do look for we do look to the man right. for that. And yes, I, I do want that. I, I think that's important. As much as as much as I champion the fact that yes, I'm independent, yes I can take care of myself. I don't have that need right. for a man. I have that want right. for my man. So right. my answer yes, yes. I need him to protect and provide. I
1: definitely want him to protect and I want him to provide. But like you said, I can take care of myself. But, you know, I always told my daughters that be able to take care of yourself, but find a man who can, you know, help take care of you. But be able to take care of yourself in the event that things don't work out. So you never feel like, wow, I wish I could leave, but I can't because financially he takes care of us and I can't do this alone because that's a horrible feeling. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That's a horrible feeling to be with somebody only because you're being taken care of, you know, and it's not fair to you. It's not fair to them, you know, But um, it's a bad feeling to be there only for the money, you know. So you definitely want to be able to take care of yourself. But you also want a man that can take care of himself and push come to shove can take care of, like you said,
0: the family. That family unit. Yeah. And then to veer off into another one that we heard on Michael Bates then and it says, are you tired of being the man? And when it's asking, are you tired of being the man? That question is not posed to the man. That question is posed to the woman. Are you tired of being the man in the relationship? Do you feel like you have to pull more of the weight? Do you feel like you're doing some of the things that traditionally the man should be doing? I.e., are you having to cut the grass? Are you taking out the trash? Or if your roles are reversed in the house, you know, are you having to do everything while he's not doing anything do you expect for him to pay all the bills half the bills like are you in a situation where you want the man to step up and be a man and one point that one caller called in and said which I really thought was interesting was she said she finds it odd that people always say you need to let a man be a man and she said where she comes from she doesn't have to let the man be the man. Right. She said the man right. is going to be the man. It's not a thing of her giving him to, right. the permission to do it. She said that a real man is going right. to take that position and not wait for that uh, position absolutely. to be given I to agree him. with
1: that. We Nobody has to let a man be a man. The ones who are going to be a man are, are just that. You know, they just, that, yeah. that's all they know. <laughs> so it's not even a question or thought in your mind, like, oh, I should let him be the man. No, he is just that. There's no, you know, question about whether.
0: Okay. You know, I just thought about something along those lines. So does that mean the man who does not come in and take ownership or take the initiative? with things in the house or in the relationship, does that make you not respect him as much as you would someone who did come in you and You know, take that's control? a good question. Because here's
1: the thing. There could be, in, in my point of view, there could be two different situations like that. Um, for, I was with someone who didn't necessarily uh, come in and he wasn't somebody who would always go out and cut the grass or wash the cars or whatever. Himself because he said he he knew what he could do and what he liked to do. And so for him, he didn't mind spending the money to have other people to do it. So he would, you know.
0: Oh yeah. Now I agree right. with that. You don't have to physically
1: right. do and so you make sure it. And so he made done. sure it got done. He just didn't do it himself. And so someone asked me one time, well, like, how do you feel about him? Because he's not like a what they said, man's man, you know, where he put his did things physically with his hands. And I was like, I don't care how it gets done. I just want it done. You know, I just want I it done. I don't care how it gets done. <laughs> so, but now, right. if it's somebody who just doesn't get the stuff done, to me, that's a whole different ball game. Like, you know, so now I have to do what we call the, the things women do. And then I have to do the stuff that you are supposed to do, too. You know, so... I, I think it's unfair and then you get into the situation where then what's your real purpose you know like if I'm doing everything
0: yeah and even if you're in that situation and you stay in that situation I think at least for me it would make me lose right. a level of respect if you're not doing certain things that I feel like you should be doing, especially if it's something that we've had conversations about. And if it's something that I've communicated to you and you're full aware of right. what I need and what I expect, and you don't have any objections right. to it, but you just yeah, don't do it. And,
1: and you know, I think sometimes it depends on how people, um, men were raised or how they look at different, you know, you can yes. look at things differently. Because I feel like sometimes I'm still old school. So I think there are things that men do. And I think that there are things that women do. Now, I am a woman who, who can take care of herself, who does take care of herself or whatever. I still think that there are things that men
0: should do. You know, I, and I think that... Okay, so when you say it's uh, your old school... And so you think that, do you think it's more of the fact of being old school or more of maybe cultural differences and how someone was raised and their environment? You know,
1: up? I think a baby probably a little bit of both, you know, because I'm old school, so I feel mm-hmm. like there are things that, like, I'm not one who, I, I don't feel like I, have to have a man around but I enjoy having a man around I enjoy men doing the things that otherwise I would have to do that I consider things that men would do like cutting the grass or washing my car or even if they don't get my oil change reminding me of stuff like that car stuff oh it's time to get your brakes looked at or just things like that that I consider Things that men do and so I like I'm a woman who likes to have a man around I'm never gonna say I don't need a man I I like having them around you know I like it
0: and I I've said that I don't need one but I want one uh I, and I and I have one because that's a desire that's something that I want but if I did not have him will everything fall apart life as I no, know. No, no, it, it wouldn't. And that's how I distinguish between my need for right. him and right. my
1: love. Oh, absolutely. Him. Things would still run, but I like having a man in my life. You know, I I like having a man in my life. Yes. And it has nothing to do with intimacy or whatever. Just, I like having a man in my life and, and helping out and that kind of thing. And I'm sure I would hope that I bring the same thing to the table for a man, the things that women do. Okay, but let me stop there. I make I make it known from the very beginning. Cooking is not my ministry, so I'm not I'm not out here. Making you know three course meals every day and then a seven course on Sunday that's not who I am, so I'll let you know that up front because I know a lot of men, especially at this age, going back to the old school, they looking for women who you know who putting it down in the kitchen. Mm-mm. That's not where I'm putting it down
0: <laughs> at, at this age if they're single and dating. I would hope they know how to put it down and feed themselves. They do, but you would be
1: surprised when (laughs) I was on the dating sites. You would be surprised how many guys would ask. like That would be in the initial conversation. Because
0: I've never been that kitchen person. I've never been that cook, and I've never had an uh, an issue. I've never had a man that didn't want to date me because I didn't cook. Oh, Yeah. But just like with the the thing with the cooking, which is a good point because some men feel like that is a woman's responsibility just like some women feel like the cutting the grass and making sure gas is always in the car is a man's responsibility. And I I think sometimes when we go into relationships, we may have these conversations initially, but I think sometimes we don't really listen or really believe what the other person is telling us and we still forge ahead because sometimes we know, and, and it could be, I think a lot of times it is cultural differences. A lot of times it is how you view a relationship. And we may know that this person is not doing everything that we need in a relationship, but we forge ahead anyway, thinking that, Oh, it's not that important to me or thinking that, Oh, he's going to come around because he Absolutely. knows that's what I want. And you, you
1: said Must a say. really good point there. That we forge ahead because we think, you know what? That's not really that important. But in the long run, that probably is something important to you. Especially if it's how it you were be. raised and how you saw things. And that's how it's been done for you in the past. And then you come along and somebody else says, oh, well, I don't do it that way. Or they just don't pick up and do it without your you having a conversation about it. It just doesn't happen. And then if you don't talk about it, you know, and, and let that person know, hey, this is important to me, then it festers and it turns into something,
0: you know? Yeah. And I think another thing, to keep in mind is we should not beat ourselves up if we want something or require something that a person can't give us. And we shouldn't feel like, okay, am I expecting too much? Am I asking for too much? Because we are who we are, we want what we want. And if this person can't give it to us, I'm sure there's someone else who can. So I don't think we should beat ourselves up or or think that we're doing too much. Right, for wanting too much, for acknowledging yeah, our you needs. Yeah, you
1: know, sometimes that's hard though, because you feel like, oh well, you know, in in other areas, it's you know, it's going good. So, am I asking for too much? Is this,
0: you know, am I being too extra? I think you have to weigh it. What's more important? Because if it's going good in other areas, that's great. But if this one area that is not going well in, and it's something that's really important, it has to be addressed because yeah. it will fester. Yeah, yeah,
1: I I agree. It 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 is a lot though. But you think about can I live without that? Like. You know, or is is this something simple? Like, am I just being extra? Is this something simple? And it could like, be. he doesn't take out the but I he think, doesn't take out the trash. I have to take out the trash. Is that enough to, you know, go go off about and and not
0: want to be with that person? I think it depends. I, I think it depends because everybody is different. If that's something that I feel very strongly about then yeah it is enough because it could be something that is just ingrown in me maybe I never saw my mom take out the trash and that's just something that I just right. can't get past you have to address it because I believe and I learned that when we stay silent about things it's still underneath and it's still festering and it's going to come out if not in that form and that conversation it's yeah. going to come out in another So then you're going to be mad about something else, but that something else that you're mad about is not really what you're mad about. You're mad about this over here. So I think that, and I've learned, that communication is so important and you just have to be honest about what you're feeling because we can't help what we feel. We feel what we feel and we have to be honest about those feelings. That's true. And and, and another
1: part of this going off a little bit, another part though is... The communication like you have to be able to talk about it but if you don't talk about it it makes it all work makes it really bad because maybe he doesn't know that that's really important to you and why it's important to you and right he doesn't that know that that's great. important or why it's important like like you just said, I never saw my right. mom. I, I was talking to one of my daughters and they said something like that. Like, well, I've never seen, I never saw you do that. And so I just assumed that that's the way it was done, you know? And so right. I never thought about that. And so she just thought that that's how it was supposed to be done because she had never seen me do it. You know, and so, um, and to me, before she said that, I was like, well, that's not a big deal. If he doesn't do it, it's not a big deal. Just talk to him, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, you never did it. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that, that's a point. So if that's important to her, then she, you know, I told
0: her she should talk to him. And that's why that conversation is important. Because it could be important for whatever reason. It doesn't matter. But if it's important, it should be communicated. And hopefully the partner will understand that this is important. I don't think it's a big deal, but it's important. And especially if the partner doesn't think it's a big deal, then it shouldn't be an issue for the partner to accommodate. But you know, when we go through all of this and we're talking about um, uh, being able to take care of yourself but still wanting someone to provide and protect and then tired of being the man or being the one in the relationship that has to take on the responsibilities that are traditionally deemed the male responsibilities. So if some of these things break down, do you think that it's time to exit or do you believe in breaks in relationships? You mean like a break where we take some time apart and, you know, that kind of, yeah. Yes. But, and, right, not like we're breaking up. Because for me, if you break up, you break up, you go your separate ways. But the ones who say, well, we're not breaking up. We just need a break from each other. And then we're going to come back together. Well,
1: see, for me, and, and, and this could be a problem for my issue, but for me, I don't know what are, what are we doing during this break. So, you know other
0: people I, right. I need to know
1: what we're doing because I need you to be specific. Because if we're just breaking and we're just, you know, chilling and nobody's seeing anybody else, but well, we just kind of, you know, doing our own thing without anybody else involved, you need to be specific for that. But for me, a break I'm either in or I'm out. Like I just can't do the, Same here. the in between. If we're breaking,
0: we're done. Right.
1: <laughs> we're we're done. And then maybe in a year or six months or whatever, or two months even. If you call me and I'm I'm still with it, and we want to, you know,
0: try this thing again or whatever, maybe. Right. But now I agree with that. I agree with that. If we if we break, we break, and I'm done. And if we come out together, but I'm not gonna break with a note, a side note saying we're gonna revisit this. No, in ninety days. No.
1: If if I break, if we we're, we're breaking, then we need to break up, you know. And then yes. if we find it in our hearts to whoever contacts who, and the other person is willing to give it a try, then great, we try again. But we're starting from we're starting from the starting line again. Like we not we not halfway through. Like it's no breaks in between. Yeah,
0: you done lost that vacation time, you
1: right. Got to start right? Right, days. you gotta take, do your ninety <laughs> days before you can get your insurance and all of that. Like, right? Mm, right. Yes. Right.
0: You know, I think. That was a good discussion on relationships from the beginning to the end, and and it brought some different perspectives on on how we deal with the relationships. So we can wrap that up and jump right into this week's Ratchet Recap. Yay! Yes! (laughs) Now, we're going to chat about love and hip-hop Atlanta. Okay. I binge-watched today. My first thought was it was a little slow starting and I really, I just watched it honestly because we were going to recap (laughs) right, right
1: I wasn't
0: really all the way in and I don't know if I, if it's that I'm kind of over the Love Hip Hop series or brand or whatever but I I wasn't really invested. I I was going to say
1: too, for me I think I stopped watching uh, Love Loving Hip Hop Miami like halfway through the season or I don't even know if it was halfway through. Like I just got tired yeah. of the whole thing, the fighting and it was just a lot. It was just too much for me. So I just eventually gave up on that one. And I'm kind of feeling that way about Atlanta. The only reason why I keep up is like you said, because we do... Ratchet recap. So that's the only reason why I kept keep up. Um, the what what's the heavy set girl's name? I can't remember her name. She doesn't want to work out.
0: She was trying to work out. Her friend uh, and and that's to- Tokyo, right? Her friend uh, Sierra, I guess, was doing the tough love. Was just really trying to help her. And I guess Sierra was coming from a standpoint of she lost a lot of weight because she was having health issues, right? But Tokyo is not really feeling it. Right. Well,
1: okay. Coming from somebody who's struggled back and forth forever with my weight. I, um, I kind of understood to a point what she was saying. Because I think Sierra might have had some type of... Did she have some type of surgery? Because she keeps alluding to her having surgery. So is she talking about she might have got her boobs done? Or is she talking about she actually had yeah, surgery? Yeah,
0: I, I don't know if she got anything done. Me, my personality is I would want someone to push me like Sierra is it's doing. Because sometimes when, or in the past, left to my own devices, I, it just wouldn't happen. Right. Now I can push myself and make it happen myself. I worked out some of YouTube videos this morning and, and I got that in. So I'm at a place now where I can mo- motivate myself and do it, but it hasn't always been that way. And I did kind of need something in my ear. Wish I had something in my ear that would keep me going. So I I could have used a Sierra, but I know that's not and, right. And And
1: I think you have and, to, like if I'm your friend and I notice that, you're not um, receptive to that type of motivation. What that does when somebody comes in with that type of motivation, and that's not how you receive it, then it backfires and makes it worse. Because now I'm really gonna oh, yeah, resist. You gotta know you. who
0: you're dealing with. So, you have to know your friends. Right. Your so
1: if family. I come to you that way and you don't receive it that way, then I need to back off and try something different you know,
0: but she kept yeah. going and... and uh, Or she may not be the one to motivate, To, because that may be her stance. She may not be the one to help Tokyo. Right, right. Tokyo gets very defensive, very quickly. right, and, and
1: she keeps alluding to, to her. that she doesn't want to deal with somebody who went on, who was laid on the table. So...
0: Well, she's talking about a lot of the women, because Shekinah, which I'm happy to see she's on there, getting a check because right. she said well i was on the table but i'm at a point now where i want to be more i want to live a healthier lifestyle right. so that's why i and so to
1: for so- me i um i don't want to take i had a girlfriend who um she had stomach surgery or whatever and she lost a lot of weight that way i didn't want to take just because of, of who I am, I didn't want to take advice from her about how I should lose weight when she didn't have to work out for it. She just stopped eating so much because she couldn't, you know, yeah. and so a lot
0: of people look at that. as Right.
1: She- so, I, I mean, I was happy for her. I was there for her when she had the surgery and all that. So I was happy for her. I just can't take advice from you because you didn't do it. Like how would you know you didn't you didn't do it? So for me, I and, and so when she was alluding to that, for me, the motivation is different. For me, I just need you to say something like, Hey, you wanna go do Zumba together or let's do XYZ. I don't need you coming to my house Well and, the problem you is, know, throwing stuff
0: away. I don't think Tokyo- <laughs> I don't think Tokyo is ready. Well, and, and that she's not could going be, to receive anything from anybody. That could be true. Because she was really defensive that, multiple
1: That times. could be true, too, that she's just you not know, ready.
0: Also, I thought about you when, I think on the last episode, you mentioned going out and seeing people of a particular age enjoying themselves and having fun. And the first episode I watched... There's Mama uh-huh. D. And, and I'm sure you heard of Claremont L- Lounge in Atlanta. Right. She was at the Claremont Lounge. She was getting it in. So I can appreciate people of a particular age getting it in. Yes. Having
1: a really good With time. With some
0: exception. With some exception. For one, I think Mama D may have been celebrating a birthday. I'm not sure about that. But she said she was 55. Right. I don't know why, but I thought she was older than that. One. And secondly, the outfit was her ass out. I'm like, what, what's going on Yeah, the outfit? Yeah.
1: I now I I that part I couldn't I couldn't get with. Like her having a good time, absolutely. Have a good time. Get out there, do your thing. But her outfit one was like just inappropriate, like it was just it was inappropriate.
0: Yeah, I, I thought it was inappropriate, but she's inappropriate in a lot, and then
1: two, but I thought she was older than that. Like, that's what I just said. I thought that's what I
0: said. I thought she was older than 55. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just thought that she was. Like,
1: to see a birth certificate because usually it's the other way around with black women you usually like you 55 i could have sworn you were like 35 but no she looks i just assumed that
0: she had to be maybe closer to 60 yeah she looks a little, a little bit older than that now tell me this what did you think about bam's mom and her attitude towards Mama D you know, while living in Mama D's home, I was over her because if
1: you come to my house, I'm feeding you, I'm giving you a place to stay, you know, whatever. I don't need you to act like you appreciate that I'm feeding <laughs> you and giving you a place to stay. I don't care that your pregnant daughter is living here or whatever. That's fine. She's she has to be here. You don't, and I would have done just what she did took her behind to Motel 6 and dropped her off with, you know, a little bit of cash and been like, make this happen. Because you're not going to be up in my house acting a fool and calling me names.
0: I agree with that. And I think Mama D did a really good job in kind of keeping her cool. And I mean, she went off a couple times, but I think she did good with that. And also was happy to see that Bam did not uphold her mom and the messiness. And she was like, hey, I know... Mama D can be a, a bit much, but this is not about Mama D. This is about my mama. And, and right. we are just not right. Our relationship is not in a good place and, and that whole thing. So I was good to see that Bam didn't jump on mom's side just because mom was mom. And she, she looked at the situation for what it was.
1: Because I was afraid if she took her mom's side, then that would start to get in between her and Scrappy.
0: Yeah, but they both know how Mama D is, so I think they would have been good. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it was really sweet to see that Scrappy went out and got a house. A whole house. And, you know, some women would be like, okay, I didn't have any input. But she was so happy, and she said it, that he took the initiative, he went out and got Like, she didn't care about anything other than the fact that they had a home and it was there. Okay,
1: and I thought of that. Because I was in a similar situation one time and we were about to move and my ex-husband just took it upon himself to get a realtor and she was choosing houses for us and they were just kind of working together and I was just going to move. And I just didn't like that. Like I wanted to have input. I didn't want to... Just, oh, this is where we're going to be living. Like, no, I wanted to have input. Like, how close is it going to be to my job? What's the schools like? And, you know, but that I might have been a being too extra. I might have been
0: being extra. Maybe, par- but maybe part of it was the fact that she was pregnant and just didn't want to deal with right. it. And she really just, they both wanted to be out of Mama D's house with her mom and the two not getting along. It just, it was a right. Fun. And with her being pregnant and almost a term, and I just, she was just. And when Mama D and Cece, Bam's mom, got into it, Scrappy is just so funny. And, and he's one of the ones on the reality shows that I've always said is being his true authentic right. self. Right. Because when he walked out the back door, he was like, whoa, 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 you guys need to keep down. I mean, I knew he I got job. y'all. Right. With <laughs> <Yeah. right.
1: laughs> all this mess. Yes. <laughs> Like, yes, I do. I do like him. Um, I, I, You're right. I do feel like he's not reading any lines or anything like that. He just seems like he wouldn't even be able to do that. Like, he's just, right. him. He's
0: just you know,
1: he's, who yeah. he is.
0: Okay. Now, how sad is it that the other scrap was in the halfway house? And didn't know of a family member without a record that could check him out. Like, what? Right. What's
1: up with that? That's what I was thinking. Like, right. you, like. The, they had to find a long lost half sister. Right. <laughs> without the record to help him out. I was thinking the same thing. Like, my goodness, you had to go that far to find somebody without a record?
0: Like, that's a shame. Yeah. Like... Now, tell me this. What what was up with Tiara, and why did she assume that she and Scrap would get together once he got out, when she had already mentioned that she didn't visit him once while he was in?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess she assumed since he was in jail, he probably didn't have access to anybody else, and so you know, she was going to be the likely one. That's all
0: fine and good, but when he get out, didn't mean he was going to be running to her. He had, the world was his oyster when he right, got out. Right,
1: right. <laughs> but, um, and then him and, uh, Monice was a real shock. Like, I didn't, yes, I didn't see much. those two hooking up or whatever. And then Tiara was cock blocking basically when she gave a party and then she got mad and you know put his whole situation in jeopardy when she put her hands
0: on yeah, him. and the thing is he may not have just come out and say to her I'm not with it I'm with somebody else but he I don't feel like he led her on in a way of he was saying he said no I can't move in with you right now no we're not gonna do this I think I he didn't, like, tell her about his situation with Moniece. But at the same time, I don't feel like he really led her on. Because she was taking shots at him. But he was, like, he was trying to duck and die. <laughs> right. A little
1: And bit. I think probably seeing how she reacted, he probably didn't want to say too much because he knew he would get that kind of reaction. And he just got out. So...
0: You know. Yeah, she was she was doing a bit much. Yeah. She was really doing a bit much. She was much.
1: doing a, a bit much for him to be in his situation, you know.
0: I have two more quick points. One, did Mimi have a right to be upset with Stevie J for introducing Eva to Faith Evans? Because and I saw in the blog before that people were saying Come on now, you know Faith. Because she was saying, you're wrong for introducing her to my daughter before I meet her. And people were like, you don't know Faith? Right, right.
1: (laughs) You you know what? If it it wasn't Faith, then I would be like, I get it. I kind of get where it was supposed to be going. Like, oh, you introduced you know my daughter and I thought this was something we were gonna do together or kind of talk to her about together, whatever. I, I get that that point. I feel like she probably already knew faith and and I mean they have been they've been married so obviously they've been together before they actually got married a little while. I know it was quick, but you didn't just find this out like this. Your baby daddy and he's pretty close to your daughter. So you didn't just find this out. So I feel like that was kind of partly storyline
0: because, you know. And I, I think that the thing is, she definitely knew about Faith, but when people were giving her a hard time online saying, okay, you know Faith, I think she came from the standpoint, of course, I know Faith or I know of Faith. I know who Faith Evans is as the singer or, you know, the celebrity. But we're talking about Faith Evans as the stepmom. No, I need to meet her in that way. And from that point of view, I understand. I mean, I do think she was on 10. Yeah. When maybe 7 would have been enough, 6. But I understand where she was
1: coming from. Yeah, I get it. I think some of it was storyline and some of it I, I get because... She kept saying to him, we were supposed to do this together. And their child is still kind of young. So it might, right. would to me, it would be something that you do together so that she can see how her mom is reacting to the whole situation. Because she lives with yes. her mom and she probably want, you know, kids are um, protective of the people of their parents feelings. So she probably wanted to know how this was going to make her mom feel. So if they did it together, she could see that her mom was okay with it. So I did agree with that part that, you know, that probably was something you should have, you know, done together, but that's Stevie J. So, so
0: lastly, what was your viewpoint on Spice's, uh, bleaching of the skin
1: you know what I, I saw where she was trying to go with that like you know talking about colorism in the black community and um, I guess especially for black Americans what cl- colorism means and, and how it affects us and all of that I guess I saw where she was going with it I just think her delivery and how she was present presenting it just was off for, you know, she, I don't know. I think she was just off. Something wasn't, I, I don't know. She was taking it to next level for me. I don't know.
0: It, yeah, I agree with that. Because I think sometimes if you if you have a message that you're trying to get across, sometimes you just need to speak your message. You need to say it and you need to get it across. Because sometimes when you're doing other things, that takes the light from the message that you're putting out. Right. Coming out in damn near a white face, that was the conversation and people were thinking, well, what the right. hell? Right. <laughs> so that was taking away from the actual message that she's trying to get across. And she Mimi was trying to get her to understand, like, no, because... People are seeing this. Right. And this is what people are going to talk about. And this is what people are going to have a problem with. And they're going to miss the message that you're trying to, to bring about. Right. And she equated that to Mimi getting her boobs done. And I'm like, huh? Right. I don't think that had anything to do with it. And she
1: also said to Mimi that Mimi wouldn't understand because she was light-skinned. And, you know, yeah. and to me... You know, being dark skinned, we have um a, a set of you know, people say things that um dark skinned people are this, this, and this, but I also think light skinned people have the same thing. I mean they're not black enough, for you know, we say to them, Oh, you don't know, natural hair. I see it all the time. The natural hair people kinky versus curly and usually people associate curly with light skin and kinky with dark skin and so you know there's all kinds of things but she was like hounding Nene, uh mimi you know making it seem like she wouldn't understand and she probably she has struggles too maybe not the same colorism struggles that we as dark skin but we still put it on each other you know, we still right. have, it's it's still back and forth. And so, like you said, I think we missed what she was trying to say when she came out so hard with this light skin and people look at me different or whatever. You know, if I was light, I would get this. And if I was dark, i get this. Okay, well, we, we couldn't hear that for you coming out looking like, some movie character like you looked a mess you know <laughs> she just looked a mess and so then you couldn't hear yeah. anything that she was saying for trying to figure
0: out is this true i i agree I, I think that she was saying a lot but it was getting lost yeah because of the way she presented herself when she was trying to say a lot yeah
1: yeah she it was it was just too Crazy. yeah it was it was way too much for me i was like yeah it's this is way you're going overboard people are missing the message and then she started with the things were different in in the caribbeans than here and then it it just got to be too too much and then what are you going to do to help it like what what so yeah. so you come out with what we all know that there's colorism within our community Okay, now that you brought it up, what are your suggestions to help? You know, she didn't really have any suggestions
0: and how did light light lightening your skin help?
1: Right. You You just basically made your point. (laughs) You know, you just made your point that making your skin light would give you better opportunities. Okay, so what have you changed though? You haven't changed anything. We've been saying that. Since the dawn of time, like, you know, so you haven't, you haven't come up with a solution. And that's where I wanted her to say, okay, this is how things are. Here's something that I want to do to change it. But she didn't have that.
0: Oh, I don't think she had a solution for that. Yeah.
1: Well then you, you, (laughs) I don't think you telling us stuff we already know.
0: (laughs) Right. I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's conversation and we will talk to you guys next week.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. If you would like to share your comments, and let us know what you think about the episode please email us at inc at
0: gmail.com you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at whatwelike make
1: sure that you guys are doing what you like this week
0: because we'll definitely be doing what we like bye Bye.